from the world of Sonic the Hedgehog, a new hero arrives. I am ready. Is there anyone stronger? No. Tougher? No. Funnier? I do not make jokes. I make warriors. Knuckles, now streaming only on Paramount Plus. Yes! Hello, and welcome to the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm Shelby Shear with Jason Shear. And this is not the thing that we wanted to happen tonight, but Arizona lost to Tennessee 77-73 to for the Wildcats' first loss of the season. To open everything up, Jason, what are your general thoughts about the game? It was a, uh, it was a weird one. You know, I could obviously I could talk for, for quite a while about it, and uh, my ref rant might be coming a little later. I don't know, but... Um, you know, Arizona falling on the roads down 16-2. to You're not going to be able to come back against a good basketball team, and yet Arizona had a very legitimate chance to win that game. Um, I, I, You know, from a casual fan perspective, I really wouldn't be too upset about a loss, and I know that's asking a lot of, of any fan, uh, let alone Arizona fans, to not be too upset about a loss. But, I mean, the way I frame it personally is, you know, Arizona played like trash <laughs> the first half. Uh, they had three guys foul out and two with four fouls. Tennessee never go. Here's my ref rant already. Tennessee doesn't go to the line. Uh, went to the line 27 times, made 18 of them. Um, you know, out rebounded Arizona. Had 16 offensive rebounds. Uh, basically, you know, played better than Arizona for most of this game. And Arizona still had a chance to win. In the second half, Arizona shot 58 percent against a team that statistically is the best defense in the country pretty much. So if you take away the slow start and the amount of fouls, um, you know, if this game's played on a neutral court, you're picking Arizona. Like, you don't watch that game and say to yourself, Tennessee is the better team. You watch that game and say they were screwed by one of the worst rough games we've ever seen. And that's just that's not just me saying that. Um, too many turnovers, too many fouls, and yet, you know, still in this game. And if that game's played on a neutral court, you're picking Arizona, and they scored 52 points in the second half, and you're not coming from this game saying to yourself, man, Arizona's in a lot of trouble. The ref situation certainly was concerning. Just personally, somebody who watches games, I have a conspiracy theory that, that the refs are usually paid off when Arizona's playing a team on ESPN. But besides that, it was dismal, and Arizona could have played better. But why was John Fulkerson able to be so effective tonight against Arizona despite the roughing situation? Yeah, I mean, it, Fulkerson, the fact that he had 24 points uh, was insane. Uh, not a guy that goes to the line a lot. 12 free throws on his own. Uh, made eight of them. 10 rebounds. Uh, just killed Arizona. And that was actually, believe it or not, part of Arizona's defensive strategy was make Fulkerson be the guy to score a lot of points and take the game out of the guards' hands. And it generally worked. I mean, Kennedy Chandler was 2 of 14 for 8 points. Uh, Viscovi had 15, but he was 5 of 16, 3 of 12 from 3. So their their strategy was to go out, stop the guards, and kind of make Fulkerson beat them. The problem is that Fulkerson answered the challenge, and then Arizona's bigs basically weren't allowed to guard, right? I mean, Fulkerson, um, according to Tommy Lloyd, drew 13 fouls. Very rarely will you hear about a big man drawing 13 fouls. Tubella's four fouls. Coloco fouled out. 
Um, you know, and, and he just, they couldn't guard him. And when they tried to guard him and tried to get physical with him, they were called for a foul. And I think that it defensively took Arizona's bigs out of the game. Um, you know, you have to credit Fulkerson. He had a couple jumpers that were unguardable, and, and obviously his shot was was falling. Um, but you have to be able to be physical with a guy like him. And, and they did the sag. They did the drop coverage. That was their plan. Their plan pretty much worked, um, except Fulkerson answered the bell. And, you know, look, if Fulkerson doesn't score 24 points and the strategy works and he struggles a little bit more like he usually does, Arizona wins this game going away. The problem is the strategy looks bad when it doesn't work, and it's pretty easy to make the argument uh, that tonight it just didn't work. I mean, 24 points from a guy that doesn't average close to that um, is, is a pretty big blow to Arizona, especially when you take into account Tubella six points, um, Coloco four points, Omar Balo two points. Um, Arizona's bigs just, just flat out uh, weren't a factor against Tennessee, and, and Fulgerson got the better of them. And, and I think, you know, at the end of the day, like you have to be willing to match physicality on the road, and you have to keep your composure. And I think that was one of the first games that I've seen Tubelis just not keep his composure. Now, with that being said, he had four fouls. One of them was, at least one of them, the, the one where the ball was loose and he went to go get it, um, I, it wasn't a foul, and he was called for foul. And I think what happens is, Eventually, you got to kind of put it in the back of your mind and say to yourself, these refs suck, right? And you kind of move that back to your mind and not let it affect you. And I think Azulis did the opposite. And, you know, he laughed after one foul out of frustration, uh, the one that he was called in the break that I just mentioned. And um, you can't let it get to you. And, and with Coloco, uh, he just wasn't very good. Like, there's less of an excuse for him. It, you know, yeah, he fouled out. But, um, you know, when you're that size, you got to get more than three rebounds. Azulis, three rebounds. It was just the type of factor where it was almost like they were scared to be physical because of the refs. And I'm not saying it was all on the referees. I think that, you know, eventually, like I said, you got to kind of block that out. Be physical. Get on the glass. Um, you take a look at the rebound totals. Arizona won rebounding 23-16 to 16 after being killed in the rebounding battle and letting up way too many offensive rebounds in the first half. And still too many offensive rebounds for the game. Um, points in the paint, Tennessee 32, Arizona 34. That's one of the closer, obviously, margins of the season. But Arizona's bigs have to be able to answer the bell because the, the success on offense, the success on defense, relies so much on what they do defensively, and they really just weren't there tonight against Tennessee. So losing sucks. Having a loss, especially like that, isn't great. But there are lessons to learn in something like this, especially the way that we lost. So what do you think that we did learn about Arizona tonight? You know, it, it's it's like I mentioned earlier, like I don't feel that awful about this loss. <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't uh, either. I mean, look, Arizona in the second half shot 57%, made seven of 15 threes against, again, the statistically the best offense in the country. On the road, got down 16 to two, had three guys foul out, two with four fouls. Had Azulis Tubelis play the worst game of his life, probably. Kirk Creesa played the worst game of the season. Coloco was a non-factor. Uh, Dalen Terry was solid. Still, though, four fouls. And they only lost by four on the road. So, there, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty to learn. And, look, Tommy Lloyd hasn't shied away from the fact Arizona's losing, right? Like, Arizona was going to lose a game this season. And you're better off losing at Tennessee against a good team 
than losing against like ASU or Washington or whatever it may be. This isn't a bad loss. It won't be looked as a bad loss at any point of the season, as opposed to maybe some other games where if Arizona had lost, it would have been a bad loss. So what you learn is, you know, you learn better. Like you got to keep your composure mentally. Kirk Creasa learns, you know, that three-pointer he took isn't a great shot. He's a much better player when his feet are set and he's playing within the offense. Um, defensively, you know, they're, they're better off learning. Yeah, that sag works, but where are we with our doubles? Where are we coming off screens? Where are we coming off drops? So you're able to watch this film and learn from it. But at the end of the day, what we learned is that Arizona's legit. Like, we, we, were, and we weren't wondering that beforehand. But like I said, they played like crap. And they only lost by four. That game was winnable. Um, you know, in, in that tech, which don't get me started, like I'm pretty sure he got, Kerr got the tech for yelling at Dale and Terry, let's go. Um, unless there were some curse words or F the ref in there, I don't know. Um, but you take a team that plays like crap and they should have get blown out and they go and they only lose by four. And it's like, all right, now we may actually learn more from how Arizona responds than this game itself. How does Arizona come out of their first loss? You know, they're, they're going to stay home for the holidays. Do they go and they, they practice their ass off when they come back and beat USC and UCLA? Do they let it get to them? You know, what happens and how do they respond to a loss? That's always the biggest question with teams that aren't used to losing or that take a while to get their first loss. But overall, you know, what lessons does Arizona learn? Uh, they just have to do a few things better, be a little bit tougher, be a little bit better in certain areas, and they can really play with anyone anywhere. Okay. Well, just as a fan, I'm sure there are people out there that want to know when there is a loss that clearly had ref involvement, what does Arizona do? What does Tommy Lloyd do as far as who do they complain to? Like, there's people that probably want to know that. And, like, does that go on a reel somewhere and somebody learns a lesson on the ref side? Yeah, well, now I'm going to give you Tony Green's address. Right? No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, uh, if you don't know, he was the ref, and he called the charge on Nick Johnson, Wisconsin. If you look it up, he's the only coach to ever eject Jim Boheim in like 45 years of coaching. He was <laughs> a coach. He was a ref. And uh, no, he ejected uh, Jim Boheim. You said coach. he's the only coach who ejected a coach. Wow, that's how mad I am. <laughs> that's how pissed I can't he even is. speak English right now. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, it's an SEC ref, which is always stupid to me. Like, you, you shouldn't get the home cooking refs. It should be a neutral ref. But, no, I mean, if it's a Pac-12 game, you send it in and complain. But this is in that situation. And I kind of like what Tommy Lloyd said after the game, which is um, if you're the team complaining to the refs, you're probably going to lose because the refs aren't going to really do you any favors, right? And Arizona was complaining. Now, Arizona was complaining because the refs sucked. And I'm always a believer in the Sean Miller school, which is eventually sometimes you have to get a T. Like, I would have liked the T, even though Kerr didn't deserve it. I, I wouldn't have mind if Tommy Lloyd went and got, you know, got a technical foul. Um, there were a couple of plays where they kind of showed him laughing and they showed the, the assistant coaches screaming out of frustration. But I, it wouldn't have been the worst thing if Tommy Lloyd got a tech. But no, I mean, look, this is Arizona basketball. Uh, we're used to, to crappy roughing in, in these Tucson streets. So it's going to happen again. Um, but look, it's, you know, did it, did the rest cost Arizona the game? No. Did they have a heavy influence on it? Um, take a look at Twitter and, uh, search Tennessee refs. I'm not just an, an Arizona guy saying the refs sucked. You have national writers, which doesn't happen very often. You have the UCLA message board. I think there was someone on the ASU message board saying how bad 
these refs were. And so it's embarrassing. Uh, it only gets my dog is so upset she's now chasing her tail. So it's it'll, it'll so only time of night. <laughs> and you know, there's going to be another game this year where the refs suck, and we're going to be on the podcast and on the message board saying that. Um, if you've taken a shot every time I said the refs suck, you are definitely drunk by now. But uh, that's the way things are. And hey, it's a loss. It happens. LA schools next week, maybe depending on COVID. That's a whole different podcast and story. Um, but we'll, we'll see how Arizona bounces back from this. And they will bounce back, and there'll be other wins, and we'll be having a different conversation next time. I'm just glad that you were able to be on this podcast. I mentioned last time you were a sore loser. I'm glad that you were able to strengthen yourself mentally. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I stopped pouting a little while ago after we went to Target. Yeah. Target's over to midnight, by the way. So any of you like to spend money at Target in order to get rid of those losing feelings, that's the way to go. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll see you on the other side. Bear down. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.